continue the Wednesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings live from the Auction Community Studios. Tim Ring in for Bick. I'm Vince Murata. And uh, the Cardinals in Minnesota joint practices getting underway in just a little bit. In fact, Jonathan Gannon speaking with the media in Minnesota. Minnesota right now. Um, and joining us in studio, guy who covers the Arizona Cardinals for us at ArizonaSports.com, Tyler Drake. Uh, in studio with us. Tyler, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good to see you guys. I haven't seen you in a while. We thought about <laughs> maybe uh, trying to pull off the, the hoax and pretend that you were in Minnesota, but it just logistically it just seemed like too much the work. The connection would be incredible. I took a, listen to this technology. <laughs> <huh>? It's great. <laughs> um, the joint practices, Tim and I have talked about it. There's been a rash of cancellations of joint practices. There's been a rash. We saw it yesterday between uh, Philadelphia and Indianapolis uh, fights. But you've been around this team. You get the feeling that this team was really looking forward to getting out. Um, this is their first road trip, chance to bond a little bit, chance mm-hmm. to go up against another team. Were they looking forward to this? Yeah, you can tell a lot of the guys are really, really excited to just, yeah, like you said, go out and hit somebody else at practice. And they're looking at these joint practices really as games, like a game-like field. You know, obviously the third or the fourth preseason game is no more. So this is almost like the dress rehearsal, that final, that final, I guess, just run through before you have that third game and then you have to go through the cut. So I think they're going to really look at this. Uh, you know, Gannon told us he's not going to really, there's no extra weight, but you got to feel like there's got to be. They're going up against another team. Got Byron Murphy out there too. So obviously I think he's going to have some more juice. I know for sure the Cardinals are going to have some more juice. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see what they can get out of this. You know, obviously no fighting, but the intensity gets up there, ratchets it up when you're playing against somebody else. So I'm very interested to see how the emotions run today and how that plays into what they do the next day. Are they still trying to see if Colt McCoy is physically ready to play quarterback on September 10th, Tyler? Or do they do they know? I mean, is Colt McCoy not going to play on Saturday? And is Colt McCoy going to start in the season opener? That's how I feel. That's what I'm thinking. I think... Clayton Toon's going to get a lot more, a lot of looks. I think David Blau's going to get a lot more looks in that last game. I don't know how much Colt plays, if any. I, I think they know what they've got out of him. I think they are slow rolling him to make sure that nothing pops up during this off time before the things okay. really start counting. So that's where I'm at. Obviously, I think a lot of people have seen Clayton Toon. They like Clayton Toon. They want to, you know, the conversation, should he be the week one starter? And obviously, I think it's still Colt's job to lose. So why haven't they, why, why, why the slow play on the announcement? I mean, yeah, that it, is I, it gamesmanship still. I, I, I mean, think it's I think it's just goes back to how they've set up these practices of hey, it's a competition at the end of the day. They don't want to go out there. Obviously, we can say the James Connors of the world. He's going to be the starting running back, the starting offensive line. I see being the starting offensive line, but outside of that, I think he really wants to make it an open battle competition. I think we all can say Colt McCoy is the leader in the clubhouse, but at the same time, Tune is doing some things that makes you think. I don't think he's done enough to take that spot, but at least makes you think about what it could look like with him at the helm. And Tyler Drake, our guest in studio, he covers the Cardinals for ArizonaSports.com. Last thing on, on the Colt McCoy, uh, and, and Tim and I have talked about this, uh, talked to it uh, about it to a degree with Bick before he left for vacation, was Colt McCoy this preseason has completed nine passes. He hasn't played a lot. Mm-hmm. 42 yards on nine completions. That's hard to do. It's reminiscent of what we saw in this offense, especially when it bogged down last year. If Colt McCoy is the guy, how much of his, uh, of that how much of that is a concern that he can't push the ball down the field anymore? Yeah, yeah. That is something you've got to look at. I think right now it's 
I think they just want to get him comfortable right now with this new offense and then kind of open up the playbook more. Obviously, Gann is not going to tell us exactly what they're going to run week to week, but it just seems like, hey, let's get you out there for a series and not do anything too crazy. Just get your feet wet a little bit in this new offense and go from there. So I think we'll see a little bit more of an opened up playbook once we get to week one. And yeah, I think it's just really keeping them in bubble wrap until we get to that point where the games count. Yeah, One of our first samplings of Jonathan Gannon was talking about shots, explosives, pew, pew, pew. pew. <laughs> that doesn't jive. Uh, it doesn't really no. connect with, with Colt McCoy, in my opinion. But that's just me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Isaiah Simmons cool. questions that are out there, uh, and there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I, I think he's been the most talked about player this preseason of the guys that are on the field. I know they're not going to come out and say it. Hey, we're concerned about this. But where do you think realistically the concern level is after what we saw from Isaiah Simmons or didn't see from him on Saturday? It's got to be up there. Just from everything that we've talked about, what he's talked about, how he feels so comfortable. He used to play track and baseball and how he feels those, you know, really impacted how he how just his comfortability as a whole. I mean, he was recruited to be a safety at Clemson. So everything seemed like, oh, wow, okay, maybe they did find that right spot. And then you get to Saturday and granted preseason and then he had a play yeah exhibition preseason <laughs> you see all that but it just the stuff i mean he, it it wasn't just a yard or two of separation he was getting beat pretty good i mean the the play with Shane Buccelli that he you know preseason again but still you got to go make that play I, I watched him that whole play and it seemed like he was just waiting 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 and then jogged over and then sprinted the last little bit just you got to make those plays that's huge you're yeah. there to be a playmaker exactly what we see in the Raiders game last year that's the kind of stuff you've got to put on the tape for preseason in games especially. Tyler, uh, not to put you on the spot, but cut down day no well, I mean th- uh, cut down day is less than a week away mm-hmm. uh, there are going to be some obvious names that are released um, how about some names that surprisingly right now are on the bubble or could be on the bubble and that's that's where I don't want to put you on the spot the yeah bubble. but there's going to be I guarantee <laughs> the bu- bu- I, I guarantee there might be one or two names that might be eye openers that are released from this roster yeah. in less than a week. Eye openers, eyes, eye openers. I know. I, I don't think Isaiah Simmons is in jeopardy no. of released. No, no, no. But but are there a couple of names that surprisingly could be on the bubble right now? I mean, I'll just throw one. Yeah, like, give me some names. Like, like some. a Rashard Lawrence. Okay, that's a good one. That 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 could have been a starter mm-hmm. three, four weeks ago in people's eyes. Now suddenly is running like third team and could be on the bubble. Yeah, that's a good one to start with. And I think that's... Yeah, you really... I mean, look at last year. He was, he was a starter until he got yes. hurt. And, and he was had a solid I mean I think he had three tackles for loss in three games or four games so a good little show in there but yeah like you said he's been running with a lot of the third team I think he got a little more second team reps this last game but there was a lot of interchanging there so he's definitely on the bubble and especially with just how much competition is in that room and how they don't want to put any names the, the defensive line in the cornerback room they don't want to put any kind of names on who's going to win that job yeah. so okay. it's very much an open field right now the, the guys that have been around I think Lecky is going to make the team from a return standpoint. I think Jonathan Ledbetter makes the team, but yeah, Richard Lawrence has got to be one of the returners. That is on the bubble for sure. I'll give you a guy that I thought was going to be on the bubble that shouldn't be now is Dennis Gardeck. I thought for sure coming in he might be one of those guys they look at, but instead, he's playing his way right into possibly a starting role opposite Zavin. Well, so, I, I was reading one of the blogs the other day 
and they were talking about edge rushers, and they got caught in a numbers game, and MyJ Sanders was on the wrong side mm-hmm. of this one writer's final 53. Yeah. Now, is MyJ Sanders on the bubble? He could be. He could be. I, I think... There is a third-round pick last year. And I think with you know with his contract and everything, too, I think they would want to keep him around. But even look at Cameron Thomas. I thought Cameron Thomas was going to be the starter opposite Zabin, but right now it looks like Dennis. And and so what does that mean for these guys that last year they got him brought in? Let's see what they can do. They each had three sacks, I think, apiece last year. But now how much playing time do they really get? Or is it Zabin and the Dennis show from now on? Yeah. Right, because so Ojolari's obviously going to make the team. Now, if Gardick if Gardick is a guy that you thought was on the bubble two months ago and suddenly is starting, he's clearly not on the bubble. You yeah. can't get yeah, rid you of can, the barbarian. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you, know, you, you can only keep, and then you get into a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter where you were drafted last year. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to keep a certain number, I think somebody's, somebody's got to go. I think, in my opinion, I think there's going to be more defenders and offensive uh, offensive players kept on the 53. Okay. That's my personal opinion. Tyler Drake's uh in studio with us. Before we let you go, real quick, I'm going to throw another bubble name at you. Okay. At one of those positions that seems to be way up in the air, cornerback, Antonio oh, yeah. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. The guy who is first on the unofficial official depth chart, but is still getting like second, third team reps. Yes. Yeah, just a weird, weird conundrum right there. But I think I've asked Jonathan about it. He said he's an ultimate pro. He's, you know, he plays multiple positions. So when you're looking for a jersey, when you're trying to get a jersey on game day, those are what's going to separate you from the other guys. So I think Antonio Hamilton has a spot on the roster. I don't know if if it's going to be a starting role right out the bat. It looks like that on the depth chart, but what we've seen on the field is Christian Matthew, Keetro Clark. When Garrett Williams gets healthy, he's mm-hmm. another name to include in there too. So that one's very much up in the air. And yeah, I mean, you got to keep. You got to also think the new regime. You want to keep your own guys. Yeah, Tony Hamilton's not your own guy. Yeah, Tyler, thanks, man. Appreciate no problem. It. Read Tyler's stuff at ArizonaSports.com. He does a great job on social media as well, covering the Cardinals on a daily basis at T Drake Four Sports. That's the number four.